Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Do fans squeeze ya? Josh Squared, yeah. <laughs> Rightio, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Episode 11. And gee whiz, it's a special one, Doofy Boy. Who have we got on the show tonight? Uh, it's a massive one tonight, our first ever girl square. We've been hunting around for a little while and she's an avid listener. I think she was number one of our first listeners and she knows every episode and the uh, listener we have, I mean, our, yeah, she was a listener, now she's a square, Katie McGee. So we travelled on down to Melbourne on Friday night together and what a night it was. Mate, it was absolutely unreal. Like I feel like I stepped into Mexico, crossed the border, jumped the big wall that Donnie Trump put up, <laughs> and uh, yeah, did not look back. Um, a bit hazy on uh, events towards the end of the night. I do know that we <laughs> finished it off naming football players by Guernsey number from one through to however high we I could go. We to, I, think we to, <laughs> I think we got to 45 or 46. I was, then, I was sweating on David Brewer-Punda at 44. <laughs> After that, I was absolutely Steve toasted. Steve in the tip wrap me on, 44. <laughs> Everyone had 44, but um, no, it was a great night. Surrounded by some good friends. Josh Square's really taken off in that. So we started off with just a meal in Bendigo during the week. And then it's moved into a full-on party down in Melbourne. Travelling squares, which is... It was good to get out of the, out of Bendigo and head down to the Big Smoke. And um, yeah, it was good. I stayed on for another night and for the next night down there and had a bit of a bender. It was good. Yep. We don't all love a bit of a Barry Bender. And uh, I did actually notice you in the Queen's Arms Sunday as well, mate. I... Uh, I was doing a few extras um, back at the pub, pouring a few pots, um, as you do on a Sunday, and we had the big fight on, uh, Dante Wilder versus, now I said Nick Fury, but I was, I was Tyson, Fury. Tyson Fury, not not Nick Fury. The for those, Gypsy King. For the Gypsy King, for those Marvel fans out there, not the um, not the guy that recruits all the, all the superheroes in, in um, the <laughs> Avengers, that's Nick Fury. Um, no, yes, the Gypsy King. Um, and I'll tell you what, I would not want to be on the receiving end of one of those right hooks. They, they're a couple of absolute moving mountains. They are big, very, very big frames. But I do like how when when it gets to this time as a big UFC fight or a big boxing fight, everyone seems to know how to box, knows everything oh. about boxing and knows the ins and outs and what, what they should and shouldn't be doing, which is always great. You always get that few up the front there, shadow boxing yeah. after a few JD cans. Yeah, and uh, you know... Everyone leaning at the bar talking about <laughs> talking about how they knew it was going to be done in the seventh round, etc. I love that one too. Oh, you just could see it coming. <laughs> right, no, mate. I couldn't see it coming. I, right. I thought his name was Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah, no, I knew that was going to happen. Oh, what was your bet? Oh, Wilder to knock him out in the first round. Oh, but you knew. You knew it was coming. Yeah. But um, what a fight it was, though, and I'm glad Tyson Fury got up. And Good on him. Well, he's lucky. He's just lucky that Dante Wilder was... <laughs> Wearing a costume that was far too heavy for him because that's what he said in the media that um, it was the 25 kilos or 30 kilos he was carrying um, were weighing, putting too much strain on his legs. And he knew, quote, at the start of the second round, I knew I was done. My legs were gone. <laughs> oh, and there's the one that they reckon that the, there was a misunderstanding and his coach shouldn't have thrown in the towel. But he was swaying and not protecting. If he had gone 10 more seconds, he was done, no, I He reckon. looked like a kicked-in biscuit tin. He would have been no done. Um, so my advice to Dante is maybe ditch the big bloody black 30-kilo um, costume and maybe just focus on and come out like the a gy- few hooks. Come out like the Gypsy King that got carried on a chair. <laughs> exactly right. I'll take the way of the legs. And uh, on oh, the Gypsy King too... Just touching on him. How good was his rendition of the American Pie at the end there too? He is, he is known for singing a song. Last time he sang um, Aerosmith, Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Oh, I love so it. So he does it, but he's a great fella. He's, and he's, he's Do you know him? Back, he's cut, yeah, no, him, <laughs> I know him personally. No, I've been watching videos of him, so I feel like as I'm. Zed Broadbent's a big fan of him. been watching everything on him, says he knows him. Yeah. But he's come back from the break. He was a big frame. He was 180 kilos. Was he really? He's, yeah. he's like a sloppy. He's like he a Jeremy. He, he's a real Jeremy McGovern type. He was drinking. He said he was drinking 20 pints a day. When he would go to the pub, he'd put down 20 pints and then eat pizzas and kebabs on the way home. And then the drinking wore off, so he moved into the uh, 
The Book of Sugar. Oh. <laughs> that is dandruff. Gee whiz. Oh, well, now look at him. He's flying. Yeah, he is flying. Good on him. Um, now, before we move into uh, the main proceedings, as always, a huge thank you to our major sponsors of the show. It couldn't be possible without you all. So, Queen's Arms Hotel, the Resi Pub, Nico's number one eatery fish and chip shop in Stratford, say, far overshadowing any other eateries here in that uh, part, part of the world. Um who else have we got? We've got Adam and Eve Coffee Shop and um, Eco. Eco Tech Electric and Solar. Those boys are your number one for security and Adam and Eve, your number one for a beautiful latte or an acai bowl. Thank you. Who wants to come on a date? Small portions of food we hate. Please make sure it is not late. You'll need to concentrate. Come and seal your fate or write your play. Mate. Mate. <laughs> Rightio, ladies and gentlemen, it is with great pleasure that Duff and I introduce not only the first ever female square, but the first ever official square trip down to the big smoke. Can we all give a, wear, a warm round of applause? The one, Katie McGee! Woohoo! Where are your sound effects going? <laughs> yes! Katie, great to have you on the board. How are you going? Good, thank you. I've been hanging out to get on the show. You are a number one fan of ours. You actually know every, every episode, every minute, every segment. She knows it all. She's been wanting to come on for a long time. We thought it was fitting with... We've road tripped, well, not really, we were separated by logistics, which really uh, put a dampener on it, but we're here now, it's been a great night, we can't wait to share it with everyone, and it's great to have Katie on board. Um, I've known Katie for a very long time, went to university with Katie, uh, one of my very first friends at Latrobe. Squidgy met her probably, probably about an hour and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, so, about an hour and a half ago, but no, but I knew from um, around the traps, obviously. Chelsea. So, probably similar relationship to what I had with you, Duff, before we started this podcast. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, through Chelsea and Emily Griffin. Um, g'day, Emily and Chelsea, if you're listening. Um yeah, ju- just, you know, usually fairly full, probably vaca- uh, frequenting the Starbar Bull Street sort of region. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but I'll tell you what, look, I'll be honest, I'm making my way down the corridor tonight and I've had these unbelievable invites I've received in the mail. Like, you would not believe. I feel like I was going to a wedding. And, and we would never get invited you know, to anyone. No, no, I've only been to two weddings in my entire life. <laughs> One was mum's, one was dad's. Yeah, g'day, Tim Martin, and g'day, Youngie, if you're listening. <laughs> Good weddings, don't mind you. But anyway, um, and I'm coming down, don't know what to expect. Doof, can you give us a bit of a rundown about the setup? We, you, like, you walk in, it's about 6.30. What are we dealing yeah, with? Yeah, so I got here, I was already in Melbourne, so I got here earlier, and I knew Katie's OTT over the top. Well, not in a bad way, not in a bad way at all, Katie, but I knew she's going to go all out, but I didn't think you would go this all out. This has turned into... It's a real Mexican fiesta. Like, I've got my boarding pass. I'm ready to go. So it's... We've got coronavirus. (laughs) We pride ourselves on on judging food. And now it's slowly moved into food. And then we went to Fish and Chip Shop last week. That was the first. Now we've basically walked into a full-on party. There's Mexican stuff hanging up. There's streamers. There's a chili piñata. Piñatas. There's more chili. (laughs) The feature playing in the background. There's There's all... nachos. Loaded, yeah, nachos, tortillas. Oh, we'll get to and, food soon though. But there's the full spread. She's gone all out. They've dressed up in um Mexican outfits. The dress up was magical. Look, Katie, can you please run us through the kit that you're running? And this is what I've had to do with all night, and it's just been fabulous to look at. So the kit we're running is a piece of material that is a been sewn nice and prim and proper into a poncho. In four different colours for the four of us here hosting you guys. And we've um, used our architectural design to put some Josh Squared embroidery onto them. Um, we charge people for that. Yeah, well, don't worry, there'll be ponchos coming, ponchos coming soon, $35 a pop. <laughs> don't you worry about that. <laughs> uh, we've got... A beautiful, a beautiful mustache as well, mustache, my yeah, oh yeah, the beautiful mustache and our uh, sombreros, which 
uh, getting a little bit tangled in all the um, decorations. So. It's very bloody good. I can tell you that much. <laughs> All right, Katie. Look, you've nailed the entry. I'll tell you what. It's it's uh, as far as introductions to a squared party goes, or a squared evening meal goes. Nothing tops it so far. All right, but let's say let's just you know it's all good and well to talk the talk. Let's see how she walked the walk. But before we get into that, we like to do a few true impulses. So back with oh. Maybe first, we should just do a tequila shot in the theme of the Mexican fiesta. Oh, no. What do you reckon, Doof? <laughs> well, there's salt, the lemon, and the tequila's in here, so I'm presuming we already have to do it, but we are a PG show, so responsible drinking, just a half shot watered down. Yep. That's it. Oh, no. There'll be a little bit, a bit of lip sip suck. <laughs> Tip it on me. Tip it on me. I'm doing my third ever tequila shot because it, it is my kryptonite. It's my cheek in the arm of the old tequila. Ready? Oh, cheers, guys. Oh, cheers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> as you can see, all the Delicious. squares here have enjoyed that one. Oh. Lovely. Oh, beautiful. It, um getting um, triggered from schoolies 2012 there. That is no good at all. Yeah, it's my kryptonite too. Falls, I reckon, one year was when you wake up, have a tequila shot, and I've never been the same since of it. That's yeah. why I'm like how I am. But anyway. Let's go on to our treat. Katie McGee. Now, when you were going through uni, the One Tree Hill pub, it was a place to be. I'm sure you square some custom minds back to when the one he was absolutely taking the piss, really. Like, they were, is where he wanted to be probably throughout that 2015, 2016, 2014 sort of era. Yeah, 12, 13, 14, yeah, yeah. 15, 16. <laughs> yeah. Cool, <but> <laughs> <laughs> so, Katie, I'd like to cast your mind back to um, a time where you. So, you fancy, do you fancy yourself as a juggler? No, no, yeah. I do not. Well, because um, there was a there was a fateful night at the one we do believe where you did think that you were quite the juggler, and she's grabbed the eight ball and several other balls. Can you please run through to the other squares? What might have happened next? Well, it was a while ago, so I can't really remember exactly. It had nothing to do with the inebriation. <laughs> But I think I decided that there was a pool table and someone had to just, you know, carry on a little bit, which I like to do after a few soda waters. No, not you. And um, I think I just decided I would juggle some pool balls and I can't juggle at all. At all. It's good that you started off with practice with Yeah, I thought I'd try with something easy. Challenge yourself. Oh, actually, like clay? I don't know. Clay? I like clay. I thought they were like They're hard (laughs) Bloody oath Anyway Well they uh, Up it went And smashed it into my face And snapped my tooth in half So you snapped your tooth in half Gorgeous blonde like yourself (laughs) How'd that go down? (laughs) (laughs) I see when Oh well I didn't care Because Well at the time I was brunette So not as gorgeous And um The I think we moved on location So it ended up I think it ended up In a glass of Big M At the Wani they thought they would just big in there. No, they, the tooth did. They someone oh, to took the tooth it. to preserve it. Yeah, they put it in milk. It's meant to be normal milk, not. It went in a chocolate big M. You probably drank it. And it's still there to this day. milk, yeah. It's still there to this day. Four years past the use by date. Flavored milk, forty decimals of sugar in it. I tell you what, I kept my wisdom teeth after I got them taken out, and four months later they were rank. So oh, I'd hate to look at that glass. This leads into it. It leads into our next one on the same topic. We thought we we can't. We mentioned one. We need to mention the other one. So you have had another injury at the one tree. Mm. You faked a broken arm. So we thought. So we thought you faked a broken arm. Wrestling. Pulled the, all the chairs out. We had a little bit of time there where we used to wrestle each other. <laughs> and Katie gets into a bit of wrestle. All good. I've hurt my arm. No, you haven't. Stop carrying on. I think, did we put foil over it or we wrap something around it to try and make it better? Oh, it was so, again, I think my memory's a little bit clouded of the exact moment. But they thought, so you thought, we thought you were just carrying on, nothing was wrong with it. Next day, what happened from there? Uh, it was very sore. <laughs> and uh, I told you that night, I broke it. So I quickly went to... The doctor and had some scans and uh, it was broken. 
No one actually ever believes that when something when you're on. Nah, it's one of those nah. things. When you're drinking though, you when someone says, "Oh, I've really done it." Jezefilin was one of them. Oh, no, I've actually really hurt my foot. Please don't push me. Don't stand on it. And he's he's Liz Frank, and only got out of a moon boot about a week ago from before Christmas. The same thing happened to a good mate of mine, Declan O'Regan, big square from Melbourne, and he. We used to do leapfrogging, and we used to, and sometimes you when they go to leapfrogging, you duck so they miss you. And he broke his collarbone, and he toughed out an entire day of school. Rode his bike home, told his mum he had a shed, he had a sore shoulder. Mum sent him to school the next day. Does another full day, complains with the sore arm again, and broken collarbone. So it does happen, and it's a testament to your strength, Katie McGee. So <laughs> I feel your pain. And talking about your strength. <laughs> I like to um, reflect on a story that your your brother did send in to us, and it regards an arachnid. And for those squares that don't know what an arachnid is, it's just a, okay, he doesn't know what it I'm is pretty sure it's a spider. I'm pretty sure it's a spider. I hate spiders. And oh, I oh, bloody hate, hate spiders too. Don't you know that the squares well aware of that. Matt likes to run us through a story where when you were in year twelve, about eighteen years old, you get home from the discos, and he would have to check your room for spiders, and, and not. And mice, mice, that's a whole other kettle of fish. <laughs> but not only would he just check him, then he would put you to bed and he would have to sleep in the same room as you. Full 18-year-old woman. Is this, this is odd. Can this, is this true or not? <laughs> this is true. I, uh, I am petrified. And I would used to get paranoid that I would look, I would check the room for spiders and there'd be none there, and then I'd turn off the lights, and then I'd go to bed, and because you can't hear them, they come out of nowhere. So then I'm like, "Is there a spider there?" So Matt would have to come and stay with me. <laughs> um, I feel your pain there, Katie. Very good. I uh, I also hate the old spiders, mm. and they just move so quick. So I've never big honestly, shout to Matt I've McGee. Never honestly, thought about a spider whilst I'm going to bed. That's the last thing I'm thinking about. Oh, but have you ever woken up thinking they're crawling on you? Because that's something else. I'm thinking about what I'm going to have for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, big doofy. Um, now, big shout to Matt McGee there. Uh, very good, bloody older brother. Good stuff, uh, doofy. And our last one, true or false? Were you a bikey prospect? Do would you, do you know what I'm talking about, or would you like me to elaborate? We got sent in by a uh, massive square, Ali Probert, that you used to host Fuel the Rebels around at Caligula <laughs> for a Sunday sesh, and you were a prospect, but you couldn't ride a Harley, so you weren't allowed in. A big, big shout out to the Rebels, at, the Rebel Squares that listen huge, to the show as well. Yeah, huge shout out to... Can I do shout outs? Yeah, go for it. Shout away. <laughs> a huge shout out to my motorcycle club, and uh, one, one year we, you know... Had a few turkeys a lot of the nights of the week, and we used to just host host them. Some people were worried for our welfare, some weren't. And sounds like a great time. So you were a prospect. Is this something you're looking to get into yourself? Uh, no. No, How do you go on a Harley? Uh, I wouldn't know. No, neither do I. I'm not very. I'm not very handy with motorbikes. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a car, but this young guy doesn't have a motorbike. I don't even think I can ride a bike. Yeah. No, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Look, besides the fact that you're a bikey prospect and that you can't handle your piss at the One Tree Hill, R.I.P. One Tree Hill. Oh, <laughs> um, we're getting down to business now, and it is the food. Right, into the major part of proceedings, what we came down here for, the road trip to Melbourne that we didn't come down together, but our first time away from Melbourne, and it's been an absolute delight, Katie. Do you want to just explain to us right from the start how this came about and then we'll get into the food? Um, so, well, you started the podcast, so I'd like to thank you guys because I wouldn't have done it without it. <laughs> oh, thank you. First person's ever thanked us. <laughs> and, um, you know, being a big square, I'd listen in every week and, you know, I moved away from Bendigo and it was just good to hear the rot that you two speak and hear that things haven't changed. But um, <laughs> there's plenty of rot. I just thought, you know, who? how do they pick whose house they go into? And I'm like, you know, like, how, same, you know, same old their mates and this person's on. And then a few more episodes went by and still no girl. And I just thought, oh, I am a sure quality. thing for this. <laughs> and then I was like, if I was in Bendigo, I would love to host Josh Squared. I'd love to. Um, but it's a pity that I live in Melbourne. And so I just thought I'd throw it out there and not just come around for dinner. 
if you're making a trip, I have to kind of make it worth it. So I sent out some some invites to the boys in the mail. So a very graphically designed invite, mind you. It was like it was true. It was like we were going to a wedding. <laughs> it had uh, the the invite. It had the RSVP. Uh, dietary requirements. Dietary requirements. Drink of choice. A proposed menu. A proposed menu. Um, it was very floral and colourful. Mexican fiesta theme. Yes. And it had a, an envelope with a stamp Return already prepaid. That was the best part. <laughs> a prepaid envelope. So I'm not paying a dollar to And I didn't, I didn't even send mine. I waited till she came down and got it out of my bag and, and gave it to her. Yeah, well, I, so I, there I, you go. I, I didn't take a back. Look. <laughs> Katie, mate, as far as instructions goes, unbelievable. Can you run us through the food? Because the food was something else. So I chose to have a bit of a theme, Mexican fiesta. And so I just went <laughs> with some loaded nachos for entree. And I loaded up on them too. I think we all did. Uh, full disclaimer, I had four helpings. <laughs> <laughs> May have hampered my efforts at dessert, but we'll carry on. Uh, for Maine, we had tacos, hard and soft. Yeah. Um, why both? can't we have both? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> da, 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 da. What was in the tacos? That wasn't just your standard Tacos, beef. we had, I did eight hours slow cooked shredded chicken. With um, just all the toppings you can think of. We had a chili salsa. We had tomato. <laughs> we had jalapenos, corns, beans. pineapple? Pineapple. Yeah. You put all over mine and my meal. And then I really like this last part. What you, look, we're feeling, I literally felt like a Mally bull, like full-blown couldn't fit anything else in, and she just starts rolling. What'd you roll out for us? For dessert. Well, there's we two desserts. There's a pre dessert. Oh, there was two. What was pre dessert? Pre dessert. Pre dessert, we had a chili pinata filled yeah. with trolley lollies. <laughs> yes. Shout, I'm doing another shout out here. I'm really going to town here. Uh, shout out. Huge shout out to Jordan Elkington. She will not hear this because she does not listen to the podcast, but shout out to Jordo because she loves the trolley geckos. We know she does. We just found three under a pillow <laughs> and she just yelled out, get out of my geckos. <laughs> She's hidden them in her room like a little baby. And yes, then it. for dessert, we had homemade churros with Cinnamon, sugar, vanilla ice cream, and dark chocolate ganache. And let it be noted that she splashed down bought a $120 <laughs> churro maker, which she will never use. Oh. And I can comfortably say this. You will never oh, use this no. more than two more times in your entire life. <laughs> You'll see on Marketplace next week. All oh. the food, mojitos, coronas, we tequila, had, yes, we had tequila, trolley lollies. So you're up for a bit. So, so look. From Duff and I's perspective... I took the day off work to get <laughs> She took the day off work. She's a pharmacist. <laughs> There's no one Sorry. getting those dead pills today. She works at the Royal Alfred and there are old people going without today so that we can have good Mexican food and I won't lose any sleep over. Who's the real winner? <laughs> I'm not angry one bit. Not them, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Um, look, the nachos, bloody beautiful, but you know, who can stuff nachos up? But she's gone hard... <laughs> Mince meat, I love a bit of loaded nachos, meat, yeah, sour cream, guacamole, tomatoes, um, kidney beans. The main, fabulous. And like, I like that you gave the two options. What do you reckon? Yeah, I did like it. It was a lot too. There was a lot. The entree was a good serving. I couldn't really think of anything else that would go on the nachos. But I think you've, you haven't really taken a risk there with nachos. So they yeah. are, they are a basic, yeah. A basic um, thing Unstuff to cook, up a but, but the thought of cooking the mince and going in the effort to do that, like we're pretty harsh here at Josh Squared, is, um, and the fact, the fact that, <laughs> Squid, the, fact, the fact that Squid had four helping <laughs> shows that it wasn't that great, <laughs> nah, yeah. I'm joking, nah, nachos, very good, I, no, nachos I, are good, yeah, um, and a look, I'm a, a quick knock for you is that it was a bit of a sharpie setup in the fact that, <laughs> Katie had you some assistance. Carried. No, no, she had some assistance. So 
Whoa! I like, oh, oh. <laughs> I like the pineapple and chili salsa that we use. Okay, fair. And Tim, I'll, I'll give Tim, a shout out to Timmy. Timmy, um, Jordan, a stuck up Timmy marketing pleb from Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, big Melbourne boy. He wouldn't be listening to this. He's yeah, not he's country. Got, he's, he's out there wearing his. But he, he did a very nice pineapple salsa. So it was that. But yes, beautiful. I mean. We had about did, 20 different toppings that we could add to the burritos. I will disclaim, I did have three Mexican minions around me. Yeah. My lovely housemate, Jordan, who's already had a shout-out. Who's the bad guy, the minions? The Grooge, Grooge. Every Mexican Grooge needs their three Mexican minions. <laughs> For those, square, like, for those squares you know that haven't watched Undespicable Me, do you yourself a favour. Yeah, when you're trying to work something out, you can't just whisper it whilst we're recording. No, 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 they won't anyway. hear this. They won't hear this. Anyway, we had... So, anyway, I did have Geordie, my housemate, and her partner, Dim Sim Tim, the stuck-up marketing manager, and my lovely boyfriend, Ryan, who's already been shouted out previously. Thank you, Josh. Um they feeds apples and horses, carry on. They, we'll get to that. We um they were floating around the kitchen, but can I just say they did have little minor input yeah. to very minimal things. And they were directed by the boss, the big me. Guru, the big grooge or whatever he's called. I don't let much thing in my life yeah. happen without having some and, control over it. And that, and I'm it, a bit OCD. And it came to the dessert and you've splashed out this one hundred and twenty dollar churro maker and it and <laughs> They were bloody good churros. What are we going to do? They right were. We had this, we, we've been get, it's getting on a bit, and we've had a few ales, a few cordials, so we thought we'd better get in here. So we quickly scoffed them in, but I wasn't actually expecting too much. I was thinking, making them from scratch, not you cooking and making them from scratch, and you've got your own thing. I'm like, they're normally deep fried, and they're all delicious, but they were very close to the... What, and what from scratch, like melted butter and flour. I watched her from Costco. <laughs> she told me. <laughs> Yeah, so that's very. Big shout out to Costco. You can get four. You can get four. You can get four kilos of flour for two dollars. That's very, very Bargain. impressive. But we just quickly want to throw it back to you. So, what would mm. you just give us a your, your positive and your negative? Just one and positive, one negative, and a score that you'd probably give yourself. Your best positive and your best. And don't most negative. don't be afraid to rate yourself highly. Um. What could you? Do? Is there anything you could have done better? Do you? Oh think? yeah, lots. Like I think like it was a very good meal. Uh, but I didn't sit there and be like, wow, this is the most amazing thing I've ever ate in my life. Yeah, but the thing is, if you went to the Mexican theme, so there's, I don't think there's anything. What else could you add to top of the Mexican theme? Like, we're not fine. Well, apparently not boring cuisine. nachos. <laughs> well, I didn't Probably say that Probably could have added something more. <laughs> well, I didn't say No, I loaded them. No, we didn't <laughs> say that boring. I loaded them. I put mints and we're, beans yeah. and... Corn? Corn? Big shout out of corn. Jeez. <laughs> Um, All right, so that's I, your net. What's well, your no, I put a lot of effort into it. So my positive, I think... This is you took the day off work. <laughs> I took the day off work to prepare. <laughs> so I had plenty of time. Um, so I think I was very well prepared for this. So what would you, what give, yourself? What would you give yourself? I would, I would give myself four duftinis. Oh, four duftinis. Aren't yeah. you? Look, I reckon... Oregon, there the the amount of respect we've been shown, the, the amount of the invitation, but it's not about as a holistic thing. No, but that's huge because it's, we're we're moving. It's, it's effort. New year, it's new effort. Twenty twenty. It's new thing. There's effort involved. She's stuck to a theme. It's huge. She's putting us up. No she's letting us sleep on her couch. And she's given given us free cordial. She's made us do tequila shots, which I'll knock her for that because I. It's my kryptonite. It's chink in the armor. And, and the setup of the house, like, and the, the company that's been here and the enjoyment that everyone else had. But still, the food. I reckon, I reckon she thinks she's getting five Luftanis. And I reckon she's dreaming. Yeah, so do I, actually. What do you reckon, Dolph? Six Luftanis! <laughs> it's a new record! Bam, 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 so if you want to if you want to beat us from now on, you've got to take us to Bali, Bali. <laughs> we need to go to the states, uh, Bali, Mexico has been thrown out. We can if you think you're on top of Mexican fiesta, we may as well in Concan or wherever it's called. <laughs> Radio, where we? How exciting, Katie! You've put it up on an absolute clinic tonight. Before we let you go. We always love to give a bit of a shout out to our pets, okay? Past and present, 
Obviously, Bear and Winnie, our beloved Cavoodle and Groodle back at Mendigo. They'll be missing us dearly. Is there any pet that you would like to give a shout-out to? Um, well, there is, but firstly, I just want to do a quick little shout-out to the two living. Hey, you've been shouting out all <laughs> no, night. No, I can't help it. You can go for it, Katie. No, no, shout no, away, shout away. You have, you know, you've got Bear and Winnie, but out the back at, right now we have uh, Winston, the Labrador, and Willow, the Labrador cross something that we don't know because we could never see the papers or pictures of the parents. Ooh, but uh, <laughs> Very dodgy, carry on. <laughs> I would like to have, yeah, tell a pet story. Um, once we were out at the farm and mum said, oh, can you take this apple and uh, head over to feed the horse? And um, so I went over and gave the horse the apple and it was... <laughs> Eating it and then it just kind of coughed a bit and it fell over and its head contacted the ground and it never stood back up. And I went went back home to mum and she said, how's the horse? And I said... Horses don't sleep the horses on the ground. <laughs> asleep on the ground and it's not moving. And there's no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done, sound guy. Wait, so, cause, so what you're telling me is... Cause, as far as I'm aware, horses sleep standing up. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So a horse sleeping on the ground, choking on an apple, can't be good, can it? I don't think so. <laughs> I you? never saw the horse again. What's pet horse's name? Winnie. Is this your story? Hang on, hang on. Would you say Rapidash? Rapidash. Can we please give? A big shout out to Rapid Ash in Horse Heaven. Where did she, they come from? She, she's got. Damn for, horse. Hey, for all the Pokemon squares out there, they'll be well and truly aware who Rapid Ash is. And Dolph, you should be ashamed of yourself. Matt will love that. Um, big shout out to Rapid Ash, and I hope she can hear us. And Red Card. And big shout out to that pink lady stuck in the <laughs> yeah. larynx. RIP, brother. Or sister. Sister. Now, before we let you go, Cardi, big shit. Obviously, you've lost Rapid Ash, poor old Rapid Ash. Um, you've cooked up an amazing feed. Thank you so much for having us. It's truly been a great night, one that we won't forget. It's only just getting started. It's currently 10 p.m. Saturday, Eastern Standard Time, it's 21st bit- of December. And a big sh- actually, no, it's a big shout out to Tig William Sharp, who, oh, was bo- who was born today. Oh, yeah. So, big Woo! shout out to you. So, you're on Skelgate. No, not really. <laughs> not, not really. Shout out to Lucy and Sharpie. <laughs> Tig is on Skullcam when he's 18. Okay, you can play this podcast episode when that happens. <laughs> Lucky so he's just telling him to remember that the day he was born was the day we. We had our Mexican Fiesta Josh Squared podcast party and he'll love us forever. But anyway, we need you to put someone on Skullcam as every chef gets to do. And just a little reason maybe why, who you'd love to put on Skullcam. This was an absolute no-brainer for me. Um, I would like to put on Skullcam the big C, Sezi, Chorizo, Cerise Brown. <laughs> Cerise Brown. Cerise Brown. You're on Skullcam, sister! Yeah, 24 hours to upload a video on Josh Squared or never listen to us again. Goodbye. Beep, beep, beep. Bendigo's Hot Topic. Hot Topic, Hot Topic. Rightio, Bendigo Hot Topic, just so all you Bendigoans and who wants to know what's been going on down here at the Traps, uh, it's normally focused around theft and lower socioeconomic people. The Bendigo, baby. It hasn't really changed too much, but Bordy's guy hasn't been seen for a little while, so I reckon maybe he could be in the pen <laughs> on the outside, look, <laughs> look, in the inside looking out, but... um. Yeah, he hasn't been seen. There's still a little bit of theft in that around, but we thought we'd turn our attention to something, someone that bobs up. It's actually someone. He he bobs up on everything, all social media. He's a big square. He's a massive square, but he's, he seemed to see a lot of posts, comments. He wants his, He's got his finger in every pie. It's not Jaden Donaldson, no. He's the mayor of Bendigo, but someone who just is a bit of a keyboard warrior. Yeah, it's uh, it's one. Is it? Well, he's one of Santos' sons. He's uh, an avid water boy. 
Um, he trains his heart with his heart and soul, but he does love a bit of a keyboard warrior tack, and that is one Nicholas J. Fitz. Uh, now, what's happened, Bull? Uh, <laughs> I'm not the <a> <laughs> Sorry, Dool. What's happened, Dool? Bull's had a bit of a run in with a bus, I hear. Yeah, he has had a run in bus. Bus 54, I think it was. 64. 64 out of Maiden Gully. He's not happy saying he's nearly cleaning people up and to open his eyes and just giving him a real piece of his mind about bus. So if you're on bus 64, the bull is coming for you. Yeah, he's going to hit us up on debt collectors and ask us to threaten him and pretend... Pretend to break his ankles if he can't get his um, eyes fixed. So look out, number 64. Um, the other thing, it's a status. Someone's put a status up. Essentially, um, that new gym revival, um, it appears, might owe a bit of kanga to a local businessman. I think he might be a, a tradie of some description. I think Sparky. Um, and about 20K um, owed and sort of the, the status is alluded to not being able to get onto the owner's. Um, and that the staff there are very pleasant and understanding, but unfortunately cannot get a hold of the owners. Now, I don't know who owns Revival, but... I don't reckon Nick Fitz would know either. <laughs> neither, neither do I, but Nicky's bobbed up. It's got several likes on the comment, and um, it says something along the lines of, good luck, that place is run by bikies. Now, I don't know about these cyclists, if they do or don't own this uh, gym, but... Uh, yeah, what do you reckon about that comment? <laughs> uh, well, I reckon they should be shaking in their boots. If Nick Fitz is the big balls after him, throwing out accusations like that, I reckon they should be very, very worried. But I, I just like how he just bobs in, chimes in there, and I really don't know if he'd know anything about it, to be honest. Well, but one, he, he's one, just trying to be a good Samaritan, I reckon. He is a good Samaritan. We'll learn all about that at the minute, actually. Um, and another thing that I like about him, look, he wears his heart on his sleeve. He does. His, he loves his footy. He puts up statuses though throughout throughout the footy season. We're bound to see them this year. Bound to. And uh, I love where his heart is, but sometimes it just you got to cringe as a Sanders player because here's how it sort of runs. He, he'll go, "Good luck today." He'll tag Sanders Football Netball Club. Good luck today, Sanders Football Netball Club. Yeah. Um, get the job done against the dirty, stinking, then he'll tag Strathstorm Football Netball Club or South Bendigo Football Netball Club. Um, go on to say a few more um, things about it. And, yeah, sometimes it can be a bit of an um, awkward reflection of, on, upon us because we're... We, <laughs> he's tagged we, the public page. He's tagged the public page. Um, but, yeah, no, we, I, love, I love where his heart is and uh, no one works harder as a water boy. Um, well, that's a lot. He loves dishing out lip. <laughs> he loves dishing out lip too. He calls me a sheepdog every time we play against you guys. Yeah, he gives you out the reverse rude finger too. I don't know if you've ever been on the one of that. <laughs> I've been on the end of that. Yeah. Uh, so, nah. Love your work, Bull Fitz. Uh, just, mate, if you're frequenting the Bendigo Have You Say pages, just get your facts straight, all right, mate? Now, that's not all that's happening in Bendigo, though. Uh, Doof, I believe we have some animal news. I know we like to touch base with... Uh, any sort of animal going goings-ons in Bendigo? Uh, so what do you got for us? Yeah, we do have a little bit of animal news. Not great news. So shout out to this flog for leaving his dog in the car with the windows up but the sunroof open only a little bit while he decided to go in and play the pokies. I was waiting <laughs> at the car, making sure the dog was alive for an hour, waiting for the police to come as we had nothing to smash the window with. The police went into the pokey venue and spoke to the owner to get him to f- return to the dog. I doubt he got any consequences at all, not even a fine. We asked why the beep he left the dog in the car and how could it be and how hot it was in there. His excuse was the dog has separation anxiety. I would have said more chilies is spitting out fitting out coins. I was gonna say it sounds like he's got separation anxiety from the old um, Bricky's laptop. <laughs> well obviously leaving it in the car in the heat is no effing better, if not worst. Not worse, worst. We heard the dog yelping at the lights while it was red, loud enough to get our our attention. Anyway, I hope the two litres of water that we tipped through the sunroof is what saved your dog, because it sure as hell calmed it down. Just be grateful your dog's still alive. If I could have got the dog out, it would have been taken to the pound, and I doubt you'd be allowed to get it back. You'd be getting done for animal cruelty. And it's in a silver statesman, mind you, lowered. Uh, Benigetto just once again coming through with the goods. I wonder what venue he was at. Uh, oh, it looks like from the photos, it looks like the sh- it's the Shamrock. Having a poke at the Shamrock, and that would have been the lights near Rosie Park there. Shame on you, mate. 
Uh, there's one thing we don't do is keep dogs in cars. Keep your little kid in there. He'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what happened with me. Used to get kept in the car for a good 20. Crack, a little bit of a cracked wind, wind, windscreen. But uh, the dogs, we can't be doing that. Go look after our pets. That's it. Thanks, Squares. Hey, Duffy boy. Yeah? Want to go to the cafe? Nah, I'm all good. All good. Funny you say that because Adam and Eve is all good. They am talking all good pet friendly. I'm talking all good food. I'm talking all good smoothies and juice. And best of all, all good coffee. Damn straight. So head down and see Breezy at Adam and Eve Cafe in Quarry Hill. It's an excellent food, great coffee, and awesome atmosphere. And is a proud sponsor of Josh Squared. Love you, Breezy. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a TV. You wouldn't steal a jumper from kick-ons. You wouldn't keep money from a friend. You wouldn't not return a favour. Josh Josh Squared Deck Collectors are here to help. What? Rightio, guys. We're about to call Truck Doherty. Um, First of all, he owes Gail Minari a hoodie. Uh, he's actually lost it, so there's a bit of um, controversy there. And second of all, he owes a certain jar of um, pepper to a certain group of authority in town. Right, here we go. Um, what are you up to um, tonight? Uh, I'm meant to be playing tennis. Oh, who against? Dossa. Dossa. Moving up in the world after you've torched Scranny 6-0, 6-0. <laughs> well, what, what are your plans? Well, well, I thought I had something to say to you. You wouldn't be playing with Galen Minari because you still owe him a hoodie. You owe the Queen's Arms... A bunch of flowers because you've been kicked out of there that many times. And while well, I'm on the topic, you owe a certain group of people in town a certain jar of spray. A what? You owe a certain type of people in town, the authority, a certain type of hot spray, maybe known as pepper spray. Are you doing your shit? <laughs> what do you mean, yeah, she recording? It's awesome. And guess what, mate? If you don't return the pepper spray to that... Group of authorities, we're going to come around to your house and break your ankles, all right? So he come around to his own house. Right, yeah. Furthermore, Gail Minari wants his hoodie back, and he said if you don't, you're going to get a 9-iron wrapped around your skull, all right? All right, yeah. So you're going to get that fixed for you? Fixed for us? Yeah, all done. <laughs> you're such a liar. You, you better start throwing more iron around, because we're coming for you. All right, yeah. See Say, oh, who are we calling? All right, we're calling Jeremy Feeling about that it's absolute murder that he that Mullamine Football Club is paying him a wage to one recruit people to the club, two to play. So he's actually on quite a bit of a packet, and we feel that ourselves that that we're going to debt collect for Mullamine Football Club, although they have not approached us. And he also owes my school three hundred and thirty dollars for a MacBook Air that he bought off them, and he hasn't paid for it yet. And I'm getting hassled by the principal. So we'll see how we go. <laughs> Jimmy, how are you? Good, thanks, how are you? Yeah, good, what's going on? Just driving to Swan Hill, I've got a wedding tomorrow. Who has it on a Friday? Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's pretty common. Pretty, what? Real common. To have one on a Friday. There you go. I, yeah. thought, I thought you must have been going up there for training for more men or something. Fuck no, I can't run. Oh, that's exactly what we're worried about, mate, because you ripped that footy club off a heap of kanga and they want their money back, mate. What do you bring to the club? Oh, I'm on Josh Squared, aren't I? <laughs> you are, mate. And guess what? If you don't give your packet back to that club, we're going to come here and break your ankles. 
Alright, and furthermore, you owe you owe Holy Rosary Heathkit a MacBook. Pay for it, you dog. No, I fucking told Josh to to, uh, to send me the details like I've asked him five times. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> mate, you're gonna get hassled by the sea, by the dicey. Alright, I'll go into it. I'll go into it right now. Alright. Alright. Alright, send me through send me through the details. I said, yep, here they are. Transfer to this account. Two days ago. Two days ago? Where? It's I sent it to you. You must have deleted the messages. Bro, you'll be rocking out to no- in the hospital when if we you, knock out. If you just paid your dues, mate, we wouldn't have to ruin your day like we just have. Uh, you couldn't knock out anything. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Uh, I, I knew we got to him. I knew he'd kick off. G'day, Tommy Dunham. How you going, mate? Yeah, not good, Josh. My house has just been broken into. Been broken into, mate? You're joking. Nah, broken into. Everything's gone. Mate, I've got the perfect setup for you. Go and see Pat Cummins and Jack McCulloch. That's Pat Cummins and Jack McCulloch. Not the, not the fast bowler for Australia, but the big, young, strapping ecotech warrior. They'll sort you out, mate. They uh, specialise in sparkiness and also installing security systems. Go hit them up. Bloody oath, I'll be right there. On your boys. Mystery word. Radio Dorf, your word of the week is bombers. 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 Like the footy team. Bombers. Like Essendon bombers. It's the word bombers. You gotta get him to say bombers. <laughs> G'day mate, how you going? My name's Mick. Um, I was just wondering if you guys, with your Easter stock, have the um, AFL Easter eggs? Um, no, I don't believe that we do. I haven't seen any, but I can have a quick look for you if you like. Yeah, why not? Yeah, thanks mate. No worries, I'll just put you on hold mate. in a minute. No worries. <laughs> I hope he comes back and says, yeah, I've got a bombers one. <laughs> oh, that'd be huge. I was hoping you're going to get like an old chicken. and go, do you know Dawson Apple is? They go, who's Dawson Apple? <laughs> Hi, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, no, we don't have them, sorry. Um, oh, is this after? Oh, I can't even remember what, I need to ring another supermarket. I can't even remember what team it is. It's like, Black with the red sash. My cousin loves them. What's that team called again? Essendon. Yeah, what are they, do they get called anything else? I think that was the one. Essendon, Essendon, who is it? Essendon. Bombers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yep, that's the one. Right, right. Thanks, Ace, for that. No worries. Thanks, mate. See <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you thrilled. Well done. Full points for you, Duff. Your word is guinea pig. Good evening, Bunnings Bendigo Kim speaking. Ah, oh, good day. How you going? Um, oh, thank you. Oh, that's why. Um, wait. So, um, who am I speaking to, Kim? Um, yeah. Yeah. How you going? Uh, good. I'm looking to uh, obtain a pet. Um, it's a furry sort of one. Um, what are those small pets? They're sort of like they're small furry ones. They're like rabbits. A what? Sorry. A pet. A pet. Yeah. Don't sell pets, mate. Oh wait, where have I called? Bunnings. Bunnings. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. Hang on, I better call a pet. What? What am I? What? What's it called? My daughter really wants one. It's. It's. I'll give a pet store a call. It's like a um bunny rabbit, but it's they're like small little hamster things. 
day, mate. Have to ring a pet store. Yeah, right. Not an expert. Sorry, mate. Oh, Bye. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, damn it! Obviously, it's a guinea pig. <laughs> a little weird fluffy thing like a hamster. <laughs> you weren't very helpful. No. Suck in, you lose. One nil. <laughs> damn you, guinea pig. <laughs> Beer. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, what you should do is you should go to the Queen's Arms Hotel and tip in a few cold ones and have a burger. Bloody beautiful. Well, I should. And you should go to the Reservoir Hotel and get a beer and eat a pizza. Are they pretty good? Very good. Delish. <laughs> Delish. Rightio, mate. We've made it to the end of another ep. Um, I'll tell you what. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, Katie McGee, she's delivered on the big stage a whopping six doftinis out of five. You do the maths. That's an improper fraction. Um, <laughs> it's good, though. It's good. It's good. It's good. Um, so looking forward to getting more um, female squares on the show. Um, and also to the blokes, step up your game, all right? Um, before we sign off, Doof, uh, what are you up to this weekend? Um, I have my Bridgewater football camp, so that goes Saturday right through to Sunday afternoon, so that'll be good, get amongst the fellas, the community spirit, stop working on the house, but that leads into my shout out, I'd like to give a shout out to my father, big Dean Martin, the big ostrich, spent the last two weeks here working out the back, free of charge, getting in the outdoor area, looking up to scratch, because I don't even know what end of the hammer to hold, so... Him and also a big shout out to Ted Morgan who also was out there. So basically anyone but me was out there. <laughs> you were overseeing the project. I was overseeing the project. So shout out to you two. Thanks very much, fellas. I do appreciate it a lot. And I'll invite you over for a few beers when it's done. Beautiful. Um, and I'll be, uh, I'll be making my way up the, uh, the Lawton Highway. I'll actually be in your neck of the woods because the mighty Bridgewater Bulls are back in business playing finals cricket. You would not read about it. I'm not playing. I didn't qualify. Um, but a big shout to Hedwire Harrison. Um, I've heard Lee, he slipped the disc. Lee, he did slip the disc. So I've got it. We've got him in our prayers. But he actually huge knock. Like he slipped the disc on about two runs, and he's actually carried his bat throughout the innings. Made a very gritty 35 off 100 pills, and he's actually carried Bridgewater to the finals. It was a must-win game to make the top four. Um, Jaffa Burke also played a um, nice, flashy, quick-fire 45 or so um, to get them over the line. So I'll be making my way out there. Big, big shout-out to the Bridgie Bulls. Um, I'd love to see them get the Chockeys out there. Um, Where's the game, Bridgewater? The game's at Arnold. For those of you guys who don't know where Arnold is, which is is most of you, (laughs) it's uh, in between Newbridge and Bridgewater, and you're basically playing a paddock that um, has um, a few weeds, um, a few sort of, what are those things called? Are they dust bowl things? Oh, swindle. Oh. You know those things you see yeah. in cowboy movies? There's, they, there's legitimately, like, they well, literally... I forget what they're called, but people post them when nobody replies something on Facebook. Yeah, they literally blow across the oval. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing about Arnold, they put on a really, really good spread. So, big shout out to Arnold there. The um, and and then, yeah, obviously Sunday, you and I got a date with the, uh, date the with main man, the king of Bridgewater. Super. The super show. So, stay tuned, um, all you squares out there, because the next step's sure to be a big one. Radio, enjoy yourselves this weekend and look after your mates. Yo! Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. <laughs> <laughs>